0: So, as I've got to the Cancer Talks team, there's many, many benefits to cancer prevention especially. And I can give you the whole list of cancers that Green Tea has been shown to have a role in preventing. We've got lung, colon, oesophagus, mouth, stomach, small intestine, kidney, pancreas and breast cancer. Goodness me, that's quite a list, isn't it? Um, of course, it's not a miracle cure, and we always say that you know nothing is a miracle cure. But anything that can help prevent um, cancer is is worth it. But the most common cancers are all there, and I should also add prostate cancer because I found a really great great piece of research on prostate cancer. It's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. It's it's amazing that something so so simple, so you know, just just a cup of tea, but it's not just a cup of tea it's more than just one cup of tea and i think that's one question we had you know i drink yeah. a cup of matcha tea every morning should i have more green tea and yes you should have green tea throughout the day because the polyphenols will not last in the body in maybe a few hours so you, you do want to have a few cups of tea uh, throughout the day
1: hello and welcome to cancer talks podcast My name is Deb McLeod and we are delighted that you are joining us today. The Cancer Talks team consists of registered nutritional therapists Linda Sims, Andrea Burton and myself. And today, we are going to be talking with you about the benefits of green tea, or rather, Andrea Burton and I are going to be interviewing and asking Linda some questions about green tea. We've also received some questions from you, the listeners, so I hope you enjoy the information that Linda has to share with us as much as we did. So, ladies, the Cancer Talks team are here to talk about the health benefits of green tea, of which there are numerous. And specifically, Linda, we are unleashing you to finally be able to talk about something that you have wanted to do for many a year So Andrea and I are really going to be asking you questions because you are the expert. And we have some questions from people that we've asked on Instagram and on our Facebook page and or your individual pages. So we're hoping to at least touch on some of those things today. Does that sound all right with both of you? Yeah. I think
2: our problem today is going to be um, shutting Linda up at the end. We might go on for hours.
1: (laughs) I would agree. I would agree. So um, before you two jump in and do all your amazing technical bit, Linda, can you tell us a little bit about what it is that first enchanted you or got you really interested in green tea? Because you always, you bang on about it all the time. You love Um, it. How many green teas can a woman have in her cupboard? I don't know, but we won't ask you how many you have right now in your cupboard. But can you give us a little bit of history about why you first fell in love with it?
0: Oh, it's, it has been an evolution from regular tea, you know, from a really sort of cheap tea bag, regular tea that we used to have for breakfast, um, and then discovering all various other teas. And actually growing up in Czech Republic, funny enough, after the revolution, lots of tea shops have sort of sprung up and uh, we had lots of lots of various teas. So, so I started to experiment, you know, I, I don't know why, don't ask me why they started, but I just really yeah. wanted to try different things and really started to fall in love with teas at quite a young age. But it has evolved over the years from, you know, the black tea and black tea from India and black tea from Sri Lanka and black tea from all sorts of places to so slowly towards green tea. And even you know within the green tea, it has evolved. And you know that I'm a massive fan of Japanese green tea. So it's, it's been a slow slow progression of trying various teas and I was getting excited about one and then finding there's something a bit better. And now it's you know pretty much, I would say 90% of the tea I drink is Japanese um you probably ask me why um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, that yeah we can talk about it why but I just love the flavor and it's it, you know I, I look at the tea from Japan and it's so vibrant and green and um, there's something
2: life-giving in it can I can I delve a bit deeper and say um so is this something you were in into before you became a nutritional therapist before yeah. you went benefits? No, it's actually just for the for the taste, really. Um,
0: probably originally, you know, yeah, I've always liked tea. So I'm not a coffee drinker. And you to know that I must be really, really, really knackered when I send you a message saying, I've got coffee. Yeah. Um, but I've always drank tea. So it, it, it was the flavour first and foremost. But then of course, starting to discover uh, the benefits. And yesterday, I thought I'll write myself some notes and after i reached sort of eight pages of notes i thought I'd better <laughs> stop <laughs> because when once you start researching green tea just just it's
2: never ending the benefit- see i i told you everybody we won't be able to shut her up
1: <laughs> it's true but i mean you know you do a little bit of research on it and you start reading about the benefits of it and how amazing it it is it does bring it back to the basics of how powerful food is and when you eat healthy food. And you know, we are we're going to talk about there are green teas and there are green teas and where it's from and how it's processed. But I sent you both this text earlier just saying, gosh, it's so amazing how powerful foods really can be to help our bodies. Yeah. And its regenerative process. It's very exciting. And the anti-cancer benefits of green tea are staggering, really.
0: And, you know, just today I found a research and that's what you reacted to how amazing yeah. it is Now, actually the, the EGCG, I should say, the polyphenols in green tea can actually get hold of zinc and carried into the cells where the zinc can then block those um, enzymes that prevent viruses from replicating. And this has been shown in the COVID uh, virus in relation mm-hmm. with COVID virus. So amazing, you know, just, How does that
2: happen? It's great. It's fabulous. You know, it's antiviral. It's beautiful. So we start from the beginning because we all are amazed about green tea and what it can do. And I I know we have some questions from people, but, but maybe we could start right at the very beginning and just sort of look what is green tea compared to other teas. And, you know, perhaps when you're looking at what is green tea, what is the best green tea and where to get that from? And are there bad ones, for instance? Yeah. So
0: tea comes from Camellia sinensis, which is actually very, it's, it's in the same family as your Camellia flower that you've got uh, in the garden. And well, we all know black tea and green tea, and there's also white tea and there's oolong tea. And they're, they're, they're all one plant, just the process is slightly different. So white tea will be the very young leaves and buds. Um, and then you've got green tea, which is non-oxidized tea And then we've got oolong tea, which is semi-oxidized and black tea is fully oxidized. So that that operates slightly differently. So green tea, uh, especially the Japanese green tea actually is is steamed. And that's that's why it um, retains the green color. I mean, the really vibrant, beautiful green color. And it's the steaming that actually destroys the enzymes that change the color in the tea. So that's Mm. why I get that beautiful, beautiful color there are differences, you know, the difference of processing will result in difference, um, sort of different amount of the polyphenols in the tea. So we're, we can talk about that. I think we had a question asking us, you know, which, which tea has the most uh, polyphenols and uh, most benefits. So the, the, the answer to that question is really, really difficult because it all depends on the quality of the tea, on the type of tea. You know, you can have a really good quality oolong tea and then you can have a tea bag, green tea, and there will be a difference in, in the polyphenols. So it, it is all about the quality. But the steaming ashes is, is unique to Japan. So that's why if you look at Japanese tea and Chinese tea, there will be a difference in color and also difference in the, in the size of the leaves because okay. the, the Japanese tea, because of the steaming process are much finer. They're just really beautiful. They're like tiny little needles, that great dark, dark green color. The steaming that it can be from 15 seconds to 200 seconds. And again, the length of the steaming actually will result in different color and different strengths of the two different flavor. So wow. the, the darker, the color, you get the more umami flavor, more of richer, deeper flavor.
1: And so the health benefits are going to vary based on the steaming that, or the, the amount of time it brews. Is that correct?
0: Um, well, the, the brew, not as much the brewing, but it's, it's more, yeah, it's, it's, it's whether it's been oxidized and how, do you know, so, so for example, other the teas are processed by roasting or um, even pan frying. So some of the green teas will be pan fried. So that will have an effect. So if, if you look at sort of how, how much uh, polyphenols are or the amount of polyphenols, the polyphenols are highest in, in green tea. I tried to research it, you know, which tea has most polyphenols. And it really depends where you're getting your tea and what the quality is. But green tea I found, so it comes up on top. Um, white tea is very good too. But even the oolong tea, I mean, they all have some polyphenols, but the worst one would be the decaf. Because you, with decaf, you, you lose a lot of the polyphenols. Then we had a, we, we had a question about milk for matcha tea. A matcha latte, so what would milk to use? and I know it's 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 um custom here to to have tea with milk. just don't ever have green tea with milk in my opinion, but don't you shouldn't really ever have any tea with milk because it actually will destroy a big portion of the polyphenols, so if you want to actually get all the benefits from tea, you should be drinking it without addition of milk, but I know that's not gonna happen, is it
1: sacrilegious <laughs> in this country really I mean you, you know, know but if, but this-
0: when I first came to this country and my my um to to be mother-in-law uh asked me for if, if I wanted a cup of tea and I didn't say yes I, of course I want a cup of tea and then she brought <laughs> that dishwasher milk <laughs> with, you know I do so probably pg tip with milk and do you know, you, you meet your mother-in-law for the first time, you think, I should really drink it. But I can't <laughs> drink that. It's horrible. So, no, I've never had milk in my tea and I very much encourage everybody to do the same.
2: I think it depends in, you know, the UK is so used to having the black tea bags and mm-hmm. people can't be bothered to wait for it to brew particularly or mm-hmm. the process of it. So... It, it becomes quite a weak and horrible um, kind of drink, or the opposite happens, which is what my husband does, which is he leaves the tea bag in, which apparently is a military thing to do. You just leave the tea bag in, and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and bitter, um, bitter and bitter and bitter. <laughs> and but I think that's you know we're not used to having all these teas. I don't think traditionally here, and no. and so I think people have just not experimented. And I think it's changing, you know, it's changing because we've got all these shops
0: popping up like T Two and Bird Blend. But even they, um, in my opinion, you know, they do have some some great teas, like T2 has a like Gyokuro tea, which you know is my, my favorite Japanese tea. But majority, 99% of their teas are blends with some fruit or flavor, you know. So it's not you don't get that pure flavor. But I think that's what people want. They want something else in it, you know.
1: So there are two things, really, it's the way the tea is made, and how it is produced. And then it's how we make it, of course. So there are two different aspects. And what we'll have to do is maybe I don't know if you have this on your website already, or maybe we can provide some links on uh, link tree links on, on Instagram, and then also on Facebook for people to find where you are getting your green tea right now, that might be really helpful. But I, I wonder if it's more like people don't really make tea a process of really enjoying the whole process of making it and brewing it and you do there is a lot to be said for doing that and can you explain not only because you just love it but it'd be good to talk about that, that a little bit more maybe
0: So I, I think the whole um, ceremony the, the tea ceremony for me is is like a, yeah it's just a bit of a sacred place to be in and that that's goes back to a trip to Japan when we had this lovely tea ceremony and I, I still do you know of course this I don't do full tea ceremony because I don't have all the equipment but um, it, it's like my little zen moment in the morning so I've got my matcha tea bowl and you know you when you whisk your tea you have the face. so tea bowl much of tea bowls have a front and a back. So when you make it, you know has to uh, you have to face the front, but you don't drink from the front so then you have to turn it when you drink it. but it's it's that you know cooling the water down and um, you know it's the, it's the whole process of waiting for the water to cool down before you actually make the tea. So it's not just boil the kettle, pour it over a tea bag and the whole whisking and making sure that it's got bubbles and that the times when my tea doesn't bubble up the way I'd like it, you know, and I feel like I'm (laughs) really disappointed, but it's, it's the whole Zen moment for me of that. And and it's it's a ritual. And I think that that's really beautiful about the, any tea in Japan, actually. Um, I remember going to uh, one of their absolutely amazing food halls and there's a tea tea seller. And I just asked, I wanted to buy a tea and he will, he pointed out some teas and said this one it was picked this season so it was a really new fresh season tea and he went had to make it for me and you know when you come to just sort a of tea shops where you can taste tea here you've got those big vats and you just you know pour yourself some tea and that's what you get no this was a 10 minute wait you know of preparation because he had to go through the whole process of making the tea properly so, it wasn't just, you know, here's a taste. No, it's a proper preparation, you know, cooling the t- water down and, and going through that. So, it's a ceremony. It's like you really appreciate the product and you know the quality of the product. And as I said, the reason why I like Japanese tea because that tradition, but also they're quite strict with their regulations. So, you know, that any heavy metals, any, any nasties are very strictly. Regulated, and the Japanese people are such that they will adhere to those regulations. So you you can be sure that you're getting really good product. Whereas, unfortunately, tea from China is often contaminated with lead, and and there's a heavy pesticide use. So, especially when recommending tea to my cancer clients, I want them to have the cleanest product possible, preferably organic or at least grown without pesticides but even non-organic tea from Japan is going to be still a good quality.
2: So there are, you know, you go into, just for the general general public, they go into a supermarket and they find a whole load of teas and mm. some green tea, and match teas and, you know, rather than somebody who's going to go and research and find a Japanese tea, is there anything that you could recommend that they look for or don't look for in a tea?
0: If, if you want a brand that you can pick up in shops, I would go with Clear Spring because Clear Spring do some really good good green teas. And they taste great too. Okay. I hear it a lot. You know, people say to me, oh, but well, I don't like green tea because it's quite bitter. I say, yeah, it's because you've had twinings. You know, that is bitter. I'm sorry, <laughs> twinings. I like your Lady Grey, but, you know, not not the green stuff because it is bitter. It's not yeah. a good quality tea. If you yeah. have a really good quality tea, it's not bitter. It's got really lovely mild Little, little grassy that puts people off but little grassy taste but not not bitter not not sort of um, invasive. What uh, about
2: um, flavoured green teas that are
0: around? Uh, the place? You can definitely always go for flavoured teas and actually, actually adding lemon to green tea increases the polyphenols um, the absorption of polyphenols so you can do that if you want to I don't do it because you know I prefer neat but you can definitely sure. do that and there's benefits for that so but I do, I do sometimes like a nice, nice flavored tea. My favorite probably is like green or white with rose petals.
2: Thank you, Linda. So, shall we have a look at some of the health benefits, maybe, of green tea? Yes,
0: there are many. Hence, the eight pages that I've written down. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we are called the Cancer Talks team, there's many, many benefits to cancer prevention especially and I can give you the whole list of cancers that green tea has been shown to have a role in preventing. We've got lung, colon, esophagus, mouth, stomach, small intestine, kidney, pancreas and breast cancer.
2: Goodness me. That's quite a list isn't it? Mm.
0: Um, and of course it's not a miracle cure and we always say that you know nothing is a miracle cure but anything that can help prevent um cancer is is worth it but the most common cancers are all there and I should also add prostate cancer because I found a really great great piece of research on prostate cancer
1: it's amazing isn't it
0: it is amazing it's it's amazing that something so so simple so you know just just a cup of tea well it's not just a cup of tea it's more than just one cup of tea and I think that's one question we had you know I drink a cup of matcha tea every morning should I have more green tea. And yes, you should have green tea throughout the day because the polyphenols will not last in the body in maybe a few hours. So you, you do want to have a few cups of tea uh, throughout the day. So I generally start with my matcha tea and I probably have about a liter liter, liter green tea.
1: Do you really? Wow. I
0: do, I, do. I know it's, it's probably a lot, but, but actually it's not. You know, when you look at the research, most of the research, most of the benefits have been actually um, done on sort of one, one to 1.2 liters of green tea per day and mm-hmm. two to three new brews. So just having one cup is not quite going to cut it. But I think it was three cups per day have been shown to reduce angiogenesis. So that, that is really beneficial. But, uh, so the fantastic study on prostate cancer found that um, having one liter of green tea per day So that was about 1.5 kilos of tea leaves per year.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow.
0: That's led to reduction of prostate cancer of 76%. That's amazing. That's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. But but I would say, mind you, most of these studies um, are done in China or Japan, uh, where also the diet is different. Yeah. The level of obesity is different, but yeah. even even with that, you know, we, we see we see the reduction. It's quite mm-hmm. um, quite marked reduction. So most studies, yeah, are done about um, using about liter, liter one point two liters, about 10, 10 Japanese cups of tea. So Japanese cup of tea so is one of those small, hundred and twenty ml cups. Now um, you've got to drink quite a bit of it to actually get that uh, benefit.
1: Yeah. Can I ask you, I know that the the caffeine, it's not as um, the caffeine levels are not as high, but some people are really sensitive to caffeine. So what do you suggest for those? Because I know a couple of people who just can't even manage any caffeine at all. What do you suggest for them? With Yeah,
0: that, that definitely can be a problem. As we said, if you drink the decaf tea, you're not going to get all the benefits from it, sadly. But again, it really brings me back to going for the best quality Japanese tea that we know not only has the low levels of caffeine but it also has L-theanine and L-theanine is an amino acid in tea that kind of is an antagonist uh, to caffeine so actually it's, it calms you down so with, with matcha to a good quality matcha green tea you should get that calm energy without the jitteriness of coffee I know that still some people do get headaches and um even, even you know with matcha tea they, they can still suffer. Um, the other the other thing that that might be due to and some people actually get nauseous if, if they have green tea if they have matcha green tea, not generally regular tea, but ma- mostly matcha tea if they have it on an empty stomach. Right because it will drop your blood sugar levels. It decreases blood sugar levels which is fantastic if you have diabetes or yes. metabolic syndrome you do want that action but not if you've just woken up haven't eaten anything you know you have your green tea it, it can give you nausea um actually in japan you generally before you have your matcha tea, you you are given a little sweet so they, they give you a little japanese sweets that you eat first and then you have your green tea
1: Right. So they obviously are aware of that. And that I mean that certainly leads us on to very quickly just to say some of the other benefits. We're here to primarily talk about the benefits for people who have cancer, but there are a lot of other benefits about it. Do you want to go into that quickly?
0: Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're quickly. <laughs> yeah, quickly, quickly what two, two <laughs> minutes of talking. But yeah, so we talked about the blood glucose, which mm. has been shown to love a, a lower H B1C and fasting glucose. So absolutely fantastic for and, and it's this, this relates, you know, all these things actually do still relate to cancer because we know that high yes. blood sugar, high insulin levels are indicated in cancer proliferation. So even that side of, of green tea will, will be beneficial for for those who have cancer. It reduces oxidative stress. So Again, cancer thrives in what we call the the, the sort of cancer-friendly terrain, which is marked with inflammation and oxidation. So green tea is a fantastic antioxidant, but also an anti-inflammatory. So already with drinking green tea, you're reducing that that risk of that terrain to be, we're making it more sort of cancer-hostile. Um, then there are a lot of benefits to heart health, and that that again can relate to cancer uh, because post treatment, a lot of people do suffer with um, heart issues, with cardiovascular issues post treatment. So, even that the green tea can help you know, on both levels. So for anybody who has cardiovascular issues, I would say green tea is beneficial. And for those who have uh, had cancer and have cardiovascular disease or cardiovascular issues post-treatment, again, green tea can be really helpful. So it reduces a lipid peroxidation, which basically so oxidized cholesterol, which we know is the, the main driver of cardiovascular disease rather than just high cholesterol. It's the oxidized cholesterol that's a problem. So green tea can reduce that oxidation of it.
2: So is there a sort of specific number of cups of tea one should drink in order to get some benefit? If we talk about relation to other other conditions,
0: I would say, you know, good three cups of green tea, but also be be mindful that, you know, one, one matcha, one cup of matcha can be somewhere sort of five to four to five cups of your regular tea because you're actually consuming the powder so it's it's a much stronger um a much stronger product
2: um and what would you say to the people who say oh um rather than drink the tea i can just buy a supplement of um okay compounds as it were you know you
0: can buy supplements uh, there are of course EGCG supplements, which EGCG is the, the catechin that is probably the most researched catechin in green tea, but that will be extracted and you just get that particular catechin. So I would say maybe green tea extract, whole green tea extract, because there are more compounds in there than just that one. But actually, you know, three three cups of tea give you about the same amount as only one capsule that that might have so sort for of 450 milligrams. So you can get that from green tea. The other thing is there is some, some research actually showing a high doses of EGCG in a supplement may have effect on your liver, which you don't see the same with drinking the tea. So yeah. I, I think I just would be mindful of that. I don't know, it's, it's more pleasurable to have the cup of tea, isn't it? <laughs> but I know it's not for everybody. So it's definitely an option. And I would I would go for good quality, whole spectrum, full spectrum green, uh, green extract, green tea extract.
2: Okay. I think, um, I, you know, I, I agree with you. I think going down the tea route, and I think we're all the same on this and whatever we're talking about on these podcasts, mm-hmm. that we're all very much on the food um, mm-hmm. formula. And mm-hmm. if you do want to take supplements, you should probably see a, particular, a practitioner
0: yeah. And, yeah we also always have to be careful because it's such a powerful antioxidant so you need to be careful with certain medication and I know that was another question we had you know should you be mindful with any conditions And I'd say so uh, mainly medications for example anybody who's on uh, vitamin k antagonists or on your warfarin you need to be careful with green tea because it is rich in uh, vitamin k so th- th- those might be the people who shouldn't be having a lot of green tea or they will need to have their medication adjusted if they, if they want to drink that. Also, if you are on any cancer medications, you need to check you know, whether uh, green tea is suitable. Generally as a drink is fine, but as a supplement, again, we might get to the point of um, contraindications with, with chemotherapy or radiotherapy.
1: Okay, thank you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about if people are going through cancer treatment and if they're having chemo or radiotherapy or any of that, is it okay for them to, to be drinking green tea or taking those supplements? I mean, we, again, Andrea, we always think with any of these things, you should be talking to a healthcare practitioner to right. know so you're making sure that you're taking care of yourself.
0: Yeah, I generally give quite specific um, specific advice on that. You know, depending on the treatment and and how 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 we dose it up and and how many cups we can have and and when to drink them sort of in b- between treatments. So so yeah, I, I get a bit more specific on that uh, because it, especially with the matcha green tea being quite potent, you know, you, you don't want to cause contraindications. But I generally would say one one cup of matcha or three cups of green tea should be absolutely fine. But it's, it's, it's something that I will check individually.
2: Um, so we've had a question in which asks about the temperature of the water. Does it have to be at a specific temperature and how um, long do you do it for?
0: Yeah, so, so it will depend on the tea. And it, it, the beautiful thing when you buy a tea in Japan, you get a nice leaflet that tells you exactly how to brew your tea. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> so it, it depends on on the type of tea which maybe what we're talking about the japanese tea you know we should really talk about the different types so we all know you know matcha tea but matcha tea is made from a tea that's called gyokuro which is the, the highest quality tea in japan and that one generally is brewed at quite low temperature so you look in sort of 60 70 degrees was matcha generally around the 70 80 and and the the temperature that you use for matcha will take will change the flavor a bit and i can i can see you know if i let my water cool down too much then the flavor is completely different than if if i leave it a bit higher temperature uh you don't want you don't want a boiling water on green tea or delicate green tea because you will burn it so that's that's not how to brew it it's not the same as, as with your black tea and sencha sencha green tea which is quite popular it's really lovely mild green tea that's about 80 80 degrees and generally it's brewed for one to three minutes so if you leave it longer it's going to start to become bitter and it's not going
2: to be as pleasant. Okay so do you recommend those kettles that have different temperatures on them or can you just buy Um, a thermometer or something
0: I don't recommend the uh, the kettles because they generally don't bring the tea to boiling point you uh-huh. want to boil the water, you want it, actually you want it to reach 100 degrees and then you want it to cool down.
1: Right,
0: right. And there's this whole thing of pouring it down and, uh, you know, I don't do that, I just leave it to cool. <laughs> You know, in Japan, you would they pour it out, and they pour it back, and there's this, this, this whole whole thing going on, um, which would be too much to do. But yeah, I just let it cool down, and I, sometimes I use, I have used the thermometer. Now I think I've got it down to I know how long to leave it out for it to get to that eighty degrees. Okay. My family have instructions. You know, don't pour, don't pour the water straight from the kettle. <laughs>
2: Fabulous. So, a, a kind of a silly one, really. Have you heard that it can? Help with bad breath. <laughs> you know, that
0: that's the one thing I have not heard. <laughs> but I know when it comes to dental health, that actually it does reduce the acidity. So if you have an uh, acidic food or sugary food, having green tea actually reduces that, that um, pH. So uh, it balances the pH in your mouth. It's a bit like we, we're told to have a cube of cheese where you could have a cup of green tea. That's the same thing.
2: Yes, but I think it, there is some research, and again, I think with the research, if people are interested, maybe we could pop that on um, mm. on Facebook or on on the Instagram posts. But yeah. some of the research I found showed that it can actually—it's the catechins—that can actually suppress the growth of bacteria in the mouth, and that is what mm. can help. suppressing that? Yeah,
0: yeah it's fabulous. So, so yeah, I learn new things every day. That's so so I it anti- antibacterial, antibacterial, you know it being antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal—you know—it actually has anti-candida activity also. So green tea,
1: what what can it not do? I think that's the question. This yeah. is why you love it so much. And one of those things that we haven't even talked about, I don't think, was actually it's really great for burning fat.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fabulous for weight loss. It just increases metabolism. So um, I'm, I'm still waiting for this to happen, you know, with all the green tea.
2: <laughs> I should be like Twiggy, but...
1: <laughs> <I>
2: just, <laughs> eat and drink anything else and just hope you've got your green tea will help. I think you yeah,
0: exactly. it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, that's what we always say, you know, you can't just take <laughs> thing and, and hope it's going to do everything. So yeah, you, you can't, you can't have McDonald's and then have green tea and think that is going to help. That was actually a couple, couple more things that we were talking about all the, all the benefits, but they actually protect from cigarette induced toxicity. Okay. So if, if they do smoke and if they haven't quite quit smoking, they should be having green tea. Inhibitory effect on H. pylori and HPV. Okay. So another anti-cancer property, but both H. pylori and HPV are, are linked to cancers. So we're talking about all the other benefits, but they're also kind of all linked to cancer. Even with the weight loss and metabolism, we know that healthy weight and Healthy sugar metabolism reduces your risk of cancer. So everything that the tea does, you know, actually ultimately leads to preventing these um, diseases. Mm. One of my probably very favorite studies that I found is on actually matcha matcha tea. I'll read it out. So it suppresses oxidative mitochondrial metabolism and glycolytic flux shuffling cancer cells for more dormant inactive cells. So actually it stabilizes the cancer cells. It makes them more dormant. And also the mTOR signaling, which is sort of enhanced in a lot of cancers. So I know we're getting a bit technical, but the matcha tea has kind of stabilizes that also. So it affects that mTOR signaling. But one of the most interesting things that actually targets the stem cells and we know not a lot of things don't target stem cells. Chemotherapy doesn't quite target the stem cells, which are the uh, progenitor cells. So matcha tea has been shown to do that. And we always hear about the um, sort of acidic alkaline environment, but it's actually the cancer cells that create acidic environment. It's the extracellular environment of cancer cells that's more acidic. And again, the matcha tea has... Shown to have an effect on that particular environment that favors cancer growth. So that there's so, so so many interesting benefits. Of course, the antioxidant response, but also regulating cell cycle. And that that's all matcha tea can do. So uh, it's absolutely fabulous.
2: So when you're talking there about matcha tea. Um so that's specific to matcha as opposed that's to
0: specific to matcha, yeah, yeah. And I think that you see that the matcha tea is so potent because you are consuming it, you are consuming the leaves. And if people say to me, I don't really like matcha, and I've had one of my clients said, don't, I don't believe you when you say something tastes good because you told me to have matcha and it's horrible. I love it, but, you know, some people don't. But i put it into a smoothie. Just make a smoothie out of it. Or I'll make matcha tea lemonade. That's, that's very popular. And um, we can we can put a recipe on on um, our yeah. Instagram,
1: but that'd that, be good.
0: That's really simple, and, and that's, that's my kind of drink that I recommend if I ask my cancer clients to reduce their alcohol intake. and I said, "Why don't you have a matcha lemonade instead did on the recipe?" So not only really? they having something that is a bit different, but they're also having a drink that has so many benefits.
1: That's amazing. I think longer term it would be really good to maybe take this further if people are interested in a webinar to talk more about the MTOR signaling and talking about targeting stem cells. If I don't know if members of the public would like that or if there are practitioners that would like to learn more about that, some of the the basics so they can at least understand what that's doing and why that's really important. And I know that a lot of people who have been diagnosed with cancer are very well-read because they want to understand exactly what's going on with their body. So I just wonder if that might be something that we do.
0: Yeah, we could definitely do that. And you know, that that's, that's so so you look at the research there's so much we could, we could discuss like the um, glutamate glutamate metabolism, because we all know that cancer cells do, do favor, glutamine glutamate for fuel and actually green tea and this is the glutamine pathway you know that's something that's been researched so blocking that glutamine pathway and that egcg actually inhibits that glutamate dehydrogenase which is the enzyme that is involved in metabolism of glutamine and uptake into cancer cells so like oh my it's such a winner i mean that you you can't understand nobody can understand how amazing this tea is because we, we don't know yet I don't think we know <laughs> enough I just every time I read something you know I think wow it's how does that work
2: the webinar would be great and then we can always sort of watch Linda do a uh, how she makes her matcha tea that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: that's that i think, yeah, that we-, I think we, we we had we had that question too didn't we how, how to make matcha um yeah you've got to have your your nice whisk i mean you don't have to have your nice whisk you you, you should have a nice bamboo whisk but that's also the special matcha spoon do you know that used to be apparently metal and because the metal used to, would break the delicate sort of china cups that they started to make it from bamboo right um so that there's a specific like a, it 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 looks like a tiny little i don't know little, i don't know how to describe it like uh, i'll have to show it you maybe have to put a picture on on, uh, on instagram so generally you want about two grams of matcha powder water that's about 80 degrees and you just whisk for dear life um, it, <laughs> that, that will make bubbles and it's it's about 150 mils to 200 mils per cup i mean it's actually not a full cup i was quite surprised when i ordered my first matcha tea in in japan i was like is that all and, and my first ever matcha tea in japan actually tasted very fishy and i got really worried about having fish with my matcha tea but it was so, so such an umami flavor you know really really strong yeah and i i don't put anything else in it just tea but i cook with it and i make granola with matcha tea I put it into protein powder, protein um, balls, and protein bars. I've made various puddings with it, uh, chia seed pudding with matcha, you know. So I put it into everything. But I will say, you know, if you are cooking with it, please don't use your best ceremonial matcha tea. There is in Japan they have like three three harvests, and the third harvest, which is the least, bit less quality tea that's the one that's used for cooking matcha. So, you know, if you're buying, buy cooking matcha just for that and have ceremonial matcha for drinking.
1: So it's really important to understand the type of green tea you have. So it makes sense rather than just buying it off the shelf, it's much better to at least spend a little bit more money and treat yourself to make sure that you're buying the best quality green tea that you could. Well,
0: also, you know that, that there's, and then it's not just just you know the the quality means more compounds. For example, L-theanine. A sort of research that um, looked at the content of L-theanine in matcha tea, and pretty much most exported or most matcha teas found outside Japan of a very low or had no L-theanine but wow. and even in Japan it was about 50 percent of the teas had L-theanine so you actually have to shade the tea it's the shading that produces that L-theanine so if the tea is grown without shading that it won't have that because wow. the um, so sunlight actually converts the L-theanine into the catechins so if you want L-theanine you've got to shade it and they that, they do that So Mm -hmm. gyokuro tea, because gyokuro tea is the tea that you make matcha with that. That is another good source of L-theanine and interesting. You know, we always in our clinics, we use L-theanine as a calming compound, but it has been actually shown to inhibit invasion of uh, cancer cells. This was liver, liver cells. And to inhibit growth of lung cancer cells and leukemia cells also i mean most of these studies are done sort of animal studies or or in a petri dish but even then you know it's it's quite amazing to see so that hence that that's why i always bang on you know quality 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 and i know people get put off by the price because good green tea can be very expensive but i feel like you know if we if we spend money on hairdressers and shoes that bit of you know health healthy green tea is definitely worth it
2: well and if you want to get the benefits that you've been talking about then you need to make sure that you have all the right compounds in the tea um otherwise it's you know it's not really worth it I don't think yeah yeah I think exactly. one thing that I often get asked Linda is, is or get told is oh yeah but it's still got caffeine in it so is it really good for me
0: yeah, actually, look at how much caffeine is in green tea um, in comparison with, uh, for example, you know, your 50 grams of chocolate will have about the same amount of caffeine as um, a cup of regular leaf green tea. Yeah. Matcha has about 38 milligrams of caffeine, so that that's a bit stronger. But if it's a good quality, you know, it will have that L-theanine, so you won't get that caffeine buzz. Caffeine has been shown to have beneficial effect on on. Um, type to diabetes for example so it, it's not all bad
2: yeah i agree and i think and caffeine has been shown to improve certain parts of brain function as well hasn't it so and i think you know, mixed with the lc theanine i think it could be a really good help for mood as well which you know
0: Do you know I see, I see the difference because if i if i have a cup of coffee after three o'clock i'm on sleep mm. if i have green tea even matcha eight o'clock in the evening it doesn't have the same effect
2: I think it shows how you know we're always talking about food and it's not just the individual compound in the food it's how they work synergistically together mm. so yeah you could talk about tomatoes and the different bits in tomatoes and how they all work together um, mm. and I think that's probably the same here isn't it the caffeine works with the other compounds in the tea
0: yeah and I think that's why we still don't yet quite know you know what the tea really does because we, we tend to isolate compounds they work together Um, Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm such a big fan of actually having the the tea itself because there's so so many compounds that work in synergy and the caffeine is only about four percent of the actual um tea those catechins those polyphenols are about 30 percent of it so much much higher
1: Mm -hmm. so again the benefits of whole food plant-based eating wins out on having that. So you gain all of the the wonderful compounds. And I mean, that leads on to the cognitive bit that is shown or has been shown with green tea. The benefits of the L-theanine does show that there are benefits for cognitive health as well, which I know people can get brain fog regardless of whether they're going through treatment for cancer as the woman who says, um <laughs> but for people here, you know, we're all because of the way things are right now and people are under a huge amount of stress, being able to support our cognitive health is so important period.
0: And, and green tea has been shown to be neuroprotective. So as an antioxidant, you know, it, it actually prevents sort of neural toxicity or um, injury on, on our nerves um, through toxic exposure. So it's been shown to, again, pr- protect against Alzheimer's and Parkinson's that's another benefit and as an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory, you know, that's because we know that oxidation, oxidative stress and inflammation is uh, implicated in both of these. So,
2: so really what's not to love? I mean, I know
0: what's not to love? <laughs> um, you know, we could go on cataracts <laughs> for
1: kidney stones. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It is amazing. So, what haven't we addressed right now that really might be of benefit? Yeah, we had some of the questions. So, did we? I don't know if we, we have uh, we hit them all. Uh, I we- think we have. I think we've
2: hit all well. I've hit all the
0: ones that i got got it here. So, we, we did we did talk about the um EGCG supplements, we talked about that. Um, so benefits of, of um, white and oolong teas in comparison with green tea, um, as I said, it really depends on the quality of tea, but the polyphenols are generally higher in green tea and then white tea and then oolong tea. What's the amount optimal amount to drink? We've we've covered that. Any de- time of the day best, the whole day long. <laughs> That's my answer. Do you know Jane McLeeland, she always uh she, she always says she puts tea on her face because it's such a great antioxidants and, and I know I've, I've been doing that and my, my kids think I'm absolutely mad when I put <laughs> a bit of green tea on my hands and put it all over my face then why not it's it's natural
2: it might uh, look a bit weird. I get where you're going
0: <laughs> yeah i am probably not I don't do it in cafes <laughs> <laughs> now, it. loose loose leaf or bags. That, that's, that's a question. So I prefer loose leaf tea, because I know the quality of it, you can see the quality of it. But there are some good quality tea bags also. So just good that they'll be as good. It's actually incredibly expensive to get sort of good quality Japanese tea bags. I've seen like five tea bags for 16 pounds. I thought, "Mm, gosh, I'll I'll rather go with with the leaf teas.
1: (laughs) Wow. That is.
0: Yeah. You can, you can get some uh, uh, incredible. Yeah. You can get some very expensive Japanese green teas. It's organic certification essential. I think we've talked about that already. Also we've covered the milk what else was there we've covered who should not have green tea
1: I think we've covered them I think we've got them Mm -hmm. right so is there anything you would like to ask Andrea are there any questions that you have for Linda about green tea that that have not been addressed right now
2: I think Linda's addressed them all to be honest I think um one thing I will say is that I know nobody can actually see this, but Linda has a green mug and she's drinking green tea from her green mug all the way through this.
0: <laughs> and it is in Jenny's green tea.
1: <laughs> of course it is. Of course um, it is.
0: I just want to mention, because we, we did talk about Clear Spring, but people were asking where, where else do we get green tea? Um, I, I generally go to, so if I get in UK, I get it from Tea Lyra. We can, we can put a link up and they do have some lovely Japanese teas to choose from. Um, there's not, I I talked about Sencha and Gyokuro, which are the two sort of top teas, but there are other teas like Bancha, Kokicha, you know, like twig teas. We've got roasted Hojicha tea, which actually has less caffeine, but it's more, um, probably closer to, to black tea. So I get, I get lots of them from tea. I get tea lyra deliveries and they also have matcha tea. You can, they do have cooking matcha and they have um, even blends that are already so flavoured matcha tea, if if you would like that, but they have, you know, really expensive ceremonial top quality matcha green tea, so for 30 pounds for 25 grams and two, you know, one that is a lot more reasonable um, I'd say, you know, it's it's good to experiment with them. But I do get a bulk of my green tea from Japan, from this lovely family-owned farm called Azuma Tea Farm. And that, to me, that tea is just absolutely beautiful, and it's all pesticides, pesticides-free. And the reason why I, I buy from them is because I met them, and they're really lovely, lovely people. And I just like the whole... You know, family, small family farm tradition. Beautiful. So I get tea from them and I'm happy to post that that link to to them. And actually that they speak English. So if anybody wants to order directly from them, that will be really helpful.
1: That's brilliant. Is that on your website?
0: No, it's not. I should really put it on my website, should I? I should, I should, I know, I should.
1: <laughs> it would be it would be helpful but what we can do is we can do those links can i just say that i have promised myself last last
0: 1st so of january last year that i will have matcha tea every morning every day every morning and i have yet to miss one even if i'm ill even if i was nearly late for for taking my daughter to school because i've <laughs> nearly forgot my matcha tea so like last two minutes i'm making myself matcha tea i've travelled i've got i've got a flask matcha tea flask that I take with me and little all matcha sort of single use bags of uh, sort of single doses of matcha so I'm, I'm I've stuck to it so I'm really proud of myself every day a cup of matcha
1: so there you go everybody there's your first new year's resolution that's it matcha tea yeah. daily instead of an apple it's a matcha tea <laughs> <laughs> that's what it does well I love it has so many beautiful and amazing qualities about it. And I know you both do. It's um, it's also really stunning for the eyes. You know, it's it's enticing. It makes you want to drink it. And I think there's a lot in that we should try different types so we can learn what we like best. That's always the thing of how it suits us. So there's, there's much for us to take on board me particularly because I, I didn't know. A lot of these things until i really started reading into the number of benefits of it so thank you for that thank you both for taking time out of your busy days and schedules
0: i, I want to say because my last last piece of advice is what i got from the lovely master of tea ceremony in japan more bubbles more deliciousness your bubbles are plenty when you make your matcha
2: <laughs> i love that does that also apply to things like prosecco
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> i love it excellent 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 on that note i think i'll be kicked out <laughs> no 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 you won't i love it that's brilliant okay well i will say thank you again that was absolutely brilliant and until next time thank you ladies very much thank you Deb. Well folks, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed sitting in and listening in to Linda talk about all the amazing benefits and properties contained in this beautiful and vibrant tea. If you would like to receive any further information, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. We'll be sure and provide information and links to research on the show notes, as well as ways for you to purchase some of the beautiful teas that we talked about. I'd like to remind you that if anyone listening to this show has recently received a diagnosis of cancer or is being treated for cancer or has any other health conditions, please be sure and talk with your healthcare practitioner before drinking green tea or taking any of the products that we discuss on any of our shows. We'd also like to ask you to leave us a review if you haven't done so already. And we'd also like to ask you to subscribe to our podcasts. We really appreciate the time that you take to listen to our shows. We've got lots of plans for 2021. So watch this space, but for now the Cancer Talks team would like to wish you and yours, the very best of health. Bye for now. Bye.